0: The act of putting money into an offering basket at church is a part of the weekly routine of almost every congregation. We refer to this practice as tithing. Some Christians practice and others choose not to. But today, Justin and I explore the question, is tithing mandatory? We'll explore statistics that shed a light on tithing and the practice of it with Americans. We'll discuss if tithing is actually 10% of our income, and we'll see what the Bible has to say about the practice of tithing. If you've ever questioned whether God considers tithing to be mandatory, you want to stick around for this episode of Hardcore Christianity. So Justin, I want to thank you again for joining me for another episode of Hardcore Christianity. And today we're going to be talking about tithing. So as we do in every episode of Hardcore Christianity, let's talk about what do we mean when we say tithing? What would you say tithing is?
1: Yeah, so uh, once again, I looked up kind of a, a, a more general definition of tithing, and, and it says right from Wikipedia, a tithe is one-tenth part of something paid as a contribution to a religious organization or compulsory tax to the government. Mm-hmm. Um, so th- that's the general. Uh, right. it, now, as we look at it from the Christian point of view, you know, it really stems from the Old Testament law. Um, so tithing is, is really, if you think back to the Israelites, you know, the 12 tribes, 11 of the tribes were, were given allotments as they entered the promised land, you know, the Levites were not. Mm-hmm. And so the tithe was meant to support the priests and the Levites and kind of what they were doing. And um, it, it kind of shows itself in, in first in Leviticus 2730, where it says, a tithe tenth of everything from the land, whether grain from the soil or fruit from the trees, belongs to the Lord. It is holy to the Lord. Uh, so that's kind of the first mention of, I would say, from the, the law standpoint. Mm-hmm. But we even see it, you know, dating back uh, to Genesis with Abraham, you know, after uh, defeating uh, some kings, uh, he actually pays a tithe to um, Melchizedek. Mm-hmm. So um, it, once again, though, that tithe was not so much out of the law saying you should or you must do this. Mm-hmm. It was more out of free will, uh, okay. something that he wanted to do. So, when, you know, when I look at tithing, I kind of look at it from, from two cents, you know, the, the tithe being, you know, 10% to the church, mm-hmm. but then also other offerings that we might
0: offer, uh, or, you know, just in charitable giving and, and, and things there. So would you say then that the 10% to the church and the offering is above that 10%, is that how you see it? The, yeah, yeah. Yep. Okay, okay. Um, so what I think, and I agree with everything that you said, yeah. but I just think that tithing shouldn't be thought of as giving to the church. And I think a lot of people might think of, oh, I'm giving to the church. But really, as we look in the Bible, we're giving to God. I mean, that is really what the tithe is all about. Uh, so as I was, I was <laughs> we were laughing about this before we started recording, but I saw this episode of uh, The Simpsons <laughs> and where Homer Simpson, the, the offering plate goes by and he puts in a coupon, <laughs> 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 which, which I laughed at the time, but it's just a, such an irreverent act to, uh, to something that's supposed to be holy and giving something unto God. And giving our best unto God, not a coupon. (laughs) So why don't we talk about why we're even asking this question. Why is it important to talk about whether tithing is mandatory or not? Well, you know, if you look at, I think,
1: where the debate probably begins, uh, at least for Christians, when they talk about whether tithing is something that we should or shouldn't do, you know, the debate starts with uh, really the Old Testament law Mm -hmm. and whether that pertains to kind of the new covenant of what what we're under today. Uh, You know, so tithing is generally kind of referenced in the Bible, in the Old Testament when talking about the law. It is referenced in the New Testament too, but a lot of times it's referring right. to the law from the Old Testament. Right. So it really doesn't give a whole lot of clarity in the New Testament as far as, as tithing. So I think that's where the debate begins. Um, but if you look at really, I think today um, in America, you mm-hmm. know, there's real social pressure, I think on churches to stay away from preaching any sort of message on money. And I've actually even heard of Christians who are looking for churches, you know, stay away from churches that preach on tougher subjects like money and and, and other things. Hmm. So, Hmm. um, you know, there's real social pressure to, to kind of adapt to the current trends. And America's, you know, whether we like it or not, is one of the most materialistic societies in the world it's <laughs> crazy and so we, we tend to want to control our money and and we, we're very particular about giving away any money that we have mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know that's um, we're going to get into that but that's you know definitely not not biblical
0: yeah you know and Billy Graham I, I, I actually when I was preparing for this episode I looked at the Billy Graham website a lot, and there's a lot of things that, that he had on his website that's, that talks about tithing in a way that I think is good to share on the show. And One of his quotes from the website was, the question is, um, as to whether to tithe from one's net or gross income is not answered in Scripture, nor is the question of whether to give it all to a local church or to include other ministries. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you had given any thought to the tithing. Should it be in a church or should it be anywhere I, I don't know. Have you thought about that at so all?
1: I personally, uh, you know, I, I give to the church just to model after kind of what we saw in the in the Bible, as far as you know, I, taking care of you know the group of people that that you know were being taken care of in the Old Testament and what kind of it was used for back then. Mm-hmm. Uh, with that being said, I'm also of the opinion that we cannot get too legalistic okay. in uh, how we interpret some of these things. So you you mentioned the gross versus net. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, important topic i think to discuss for yourself Mm -hmm. something you can pray Mm -hmm. about uh between you and god but i also would not let that be the the trap to to whether you tithe or not is um you know whether it should be net once again and get into this uh a lot is you know god is not after our money right so whether we we tithe on the gross or the net god will be just fine (laughs) he's he's after our hearts Mm -hmm. and and, you know if we're if you're holding on to the money Mm -hmm. uh that that you would give for the gross because you just can't give it up well then i would say that you know that that's not what god wants for you mm-hmm. god wants you to to have a heart where you're willing to give up either and it's not out of uh
0: you know any sort of mandatory mandatory um command now have you found any statistics uh as to what's going on in the world today in the world yeah, of tithing so in america
1: yeah definitely and and this was probably the most concerning Thing as I was, you know, I didn't realize this until kind of researching this episode. And, you know, overall, just from a high level, you know, giving to religious organizations is going down. And I think that makes logical sense for, for all the reasons I just kind of mentioned mm-hmm. for, for the U.S. and, and just being a, a really a money driven society. Um, but here's some specific stats so, uh, 247 million U.S. citizens uh, claim to be Christian. You know, that's, that's, that's a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, at best, it's, it's a little harder of a number to put together, but they, they were saying at best 99 million of those say they go to church. So if we have 99 million, yet only 1.5 million tithe. Wow. So 1.5 million out of 247 purported Christians tithe. It's a very, very small number. Mm -hmm. So if that tells you what I think. The overall consensus of, of what the U.S. thinks, U.S. Christians think about tithing, you know, that, that might paint a better picture. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, I guess the more concerning thing for me is, you know, on the average, Christians are well below the 10 percent mark. Right. So um, the, the actual tithe, the number is actually more around two and a half percent, which once again, that I think just by itself is, is alarming Mm because if you think about two and a half percent of your pay, isn't, isn't much, Mm -hmm. isn't, isn't much giving back to God and giving back to other causes. But here's the most alarming part of that whole scenario. Christians today, that two and a half percent, give less per capita than Christians during the Great Depression. Oh my goodness. So that blew my mind when I, when I read that stat. And, and so I think that is a, a is a real um, uh, call for Mm -hmm. us to look at our hearts as U.S. Christians Mm -hmm. and really Christians worldwide as to where does our heart reside? I mean I I think we're
0: holding on to money um, in a way that's not been seen historically. So I think that this question is a, a really important question. I don't know how many people that are out there watching or listening to this show are struggling with this question themselves. Um, because when we we're talking later, later on in the show, too, about different circumstances to why some people think they should tithe and shouldn't tithe, but I think what we've covered right now is that the tithe, the, the, the actual definition, which I think we both subscribe to is a 10% uh, tithe unto God, not necessarily unto the church. I subscribe to giving it to my local church because mm-hmm. that's where um, I am. That's where I'm supporting. Um, I agree with the offerings as well above and beyond to give to other people. But we're talking also from a point of view of people who are, have been blessed by God, who, who it doesn't, I don't, I don't wanna speak for you, but yeah. I can speak for myself and say it really doesn't hurt us that much to tithe. And I know there may be people out there that when they tithe, it is a big decision because it, it, it will affect them in a way that it doesn't affect some of us other, some other Americans. Yeah, so, absolutely. And also, um, our understanding that it is a big question because a lot of people don't tithe, and uh, that is a, is a really perplexing um, conundrum that I think we find ourselves in as Americans. Um, I don't know what that speaks to. If that speaks to the dedication of the person of the of the believers that maybe we're less dedicated to our God, or maybe it's just that we're more more clinching to our money and we, yeah. we we value that more than we than we may be used to. So. And
1: yeah, really, even, you know, I look at it, take take scripture out of it just for a second here. You know, we know um, churches in the U.S. are, you know, a lot of budgets for churches are driven by the tithe. Right. Um, you know, 60, 70, 80 percent or more of the entire church budget is dependent on that. So whether or not uh, you believe in, in tithing or not, I mean, I I just struggle with understanding, like, why would God want churches to... Churches would fail in the sense that they couldn't operate with with no money. So uh, I, I can't really reconcile that, mm-hmm. that if we don't tithe, there, you know, churches will struggle. Right. And that, that, to me,
0: just is bad. Right. You know? I agree with that. And I think that some people think um, that their money is going to pay the pastor. And I think people have a... a yeah. big, I'm, you know, like, like their employee or yeah. something. Like uh, Now that I'm paying you... Uh, you owe me something or you need to do things my way and I think that we need to remember the whole idea that we're giving to God We're not giving to the pastor and once we put our money in that in that plate Then all I consider I consider our responsibility is making sure that our church are good as good stewards with the money. Yes um, Besides that, you know, it's not ours anymore anyway and so when we start to think about what's happening with the money uh, all that Unless it's contrary to what God may want or what, what you're believing that God is saying about, about your church, then I think, hey, it's hands off as God's money, and, and now the accountability falls on those who now are stewards of that, that money. so yeah, and I've heard that argument before where uh, you know because we don't get a, a direct say, maybe
1: how it's used, or we don't get to see the influence of that money that we feel it's somehow mm-hmm. um, not worth giving to. Yeah. and like you said, it's, it's, it, this is a, a, a form of worship to God, right, you know, right. it's not. It's not for us to, to mandate and dictate how it's used. All right,
0: Well, so let's get into what we think about mandatory tithing. And I, I purposely titled this episode about mandatory tithing because I think that some people, um, well, first off, you might think that, well, is, if, I, if I don't tithe, am I sinning? Yeah. Or um, is it mandatory? Is it something we have to do? What if I can't? You know, What if I can't do it for some reason? So is it mandatory? So I, my question to you is, uh, what are your thoughts about mandatory tithing? So the word mandatory, I guess, is,
1: uh, you know, there's a couple of ways I'm, I'm using it here, but um, mandatory instantly tells me, no, I, it, it is not something that's meant because God clearly tells us he wants us to do it freely and willingly and cheerfully, mm-hmm. you know? So when we say we have to do it, mm-hmm. it, to me, it loses the meaning behind what God is after. Mm-hmm. God's after our heart. He wants us to be faithful and obedient and so, when you throw in mandatory, that that word just rings negative to me in the Certainly. sense that uh, you're you're now just doing it out of uh, a command and not out of desire and want, and you're not getting all the things that God wants for us in that. Mm-hmm. So, so just from a mandatory perspective, no, I don't want I don't want to use that word. Okay, what, what uh, word do you want to use? Um, you know, I, I think it is a I, God clearly calls us to do it in mm-hmm. in my my opinion, and we'll we'll kind of get into scripture to to kind of back that thought up, but. Um, as far as if, if if does God want us to do it just out of the mandatory command no mm-hmm. I, I I think we're missing the point we 're missing right. the intent behind you know it 's kind of the letter of the law mm-hmm. if I go give ten percent, but I hate doing it every Sunday, and I uh, you know just do it solely for the purpose of if I do this, I will go to heaven and God mm-hmm. will mm-hmm. like me well then we 're doing it for all the wrong reasons right. right so and then you know the other thing that um, once again, I mentioned worship you know this is another form of worship to God, and so you know we, we kind of talk every Sunday giving it and so I personally even uh, don 't love the fact of the you know repetitiveness in that uh, you know a lot of churches and I, I don 't want to call out certain churches this is bad <laughs> right for right. me personally, I like that 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 my church doesn 't necessarily just allow us to put in a credit card number and have it come out every week you know. I personally, when we hand over the the check or you know when we 're writing that check it's it 's a moment of uh you know hopefully you can pray about and it 's a moment that um, you have with God that hey i i 'm here to be faithful, you know thank you for the blessing that you 've given me, and this mm-hmm. is this is what I can give back uh, mm-hmm. and so you know I would challenge anybody who's just you know doesn 't even see it happen, it just mm-hmm. automatically happens. I think that 's a good thing for the church, obviously because like we said, we you know churches rely on this money. But at the same time, I think you're missing
0: out on a component of, of the worship mm-hmm. you know, side of it. Mm-hmm. Well, I agree with you about the mandatory nature. I, I do not think that tithing is mandatory, nor do I think that tithing, that if you don't tithe, it's a sin. But I do think, and I base my thoughts on tithing with these two principles, and they're both biblical principles, uh, one of which uh, is, comes from the, the parable of the talents. Now, the parable of the talents, the the part that I'm referring to is not necessarily the talents part of it. It's the end of it, which says, uh, and this is in Matthew chapter 25, verse 21. It says, and this is Jesus telling the, the parable. His master replied, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful with a few things. I'll put you in charge of many things. Come and share your master's happiness. The idea that when we tithe, we're showing that we're faithful with a few things, I think, is important to our walk is important to our dedication to God and proving to him that we can be faithful in a few things and if we're unfaithful in a few things then he says that he'll put us in charge of many things so I think for those who choose not to tithe even if you don't make a lot of money it's basically showing that you're not faithful with a few things mm-hmm. you're not sinning but you're not getting the blessing if you're not proving yourself faithful with a few things then God will not put you in charge of many things now, the, the, the parable is great. It's just showing uh, a, lot of, a lot of neat things in that parable, which I'll refer to in the second point. But, but I think that that's, that's one of my main my main t- And to drive it home is also from Luke chapter 16, verse 10 and 11, uh, which says, Whoever can be trusted with very little can also be trusted with much. And whoever is dishonest with very little will also be dishonest with much. So if you have not been trustworthy in handling worldly wealth, who can trust you with true riches? Though, that, that concept, the whole idea that being trusted with what God has given us, and, it, and make no mistake, it is what God has given us. Mm-hmm. So if God has given us something and we choose to not be faithful to him with the money that he's given us and we have not been good stewards with the money that he's given us, if we have not uh, uh, worshipped him and have uh, uh, given the 10% that is, man- that is uh, modeled in the Old Testament, then I think that we are robbing ourselves of of what he could allow us to do we're not trustworthy with the little yeah. things he's given us the second uh principle that i wanted to point out is the parable of the widow with the mite. you might yes. remember this one yes from mark chapter 12 verse 41 through 44 where it says uh jesus sat down opposite the place uh where the offerings were put and watched the crowd putting their money into the treasure, the temple treasury many rich people through lot in large amounts, but a poor widow came and put two very small copper coins worth only a few cents. Calling his disciples to him, Jesus said, "Truly, I tell you, this poor widow has put more into the treasury than all the others. They all gave out of their wealth, but she, out of her poverty, put in everything all she had to live on." And the principle that I get from this is that God is more about percentages than amount. And she put in 100 percent of her little, and they put in I don't know a percentage of their wealth. I mean, it's not, I mean, they put in way more monetarily than she did, but it comes down to the percentage and going back to the first parable of the the talents where if, if you understand, if you, if you're familiar with that, it's basically, uh, one person had five talents and doubled it to 10 and he was rewarded and one had two and doubled it to four and he was equally rewarded. And if you think about that, 10 is more than four, but it's both 100%. They mm-hmm. both doubled what they had and they both were rewar- rewarded equally because I think that God cares more about percentage than he does amount. So when we're thinking about our tithe and maybe someone next to us puts in a lot more than we do, it really comes down to the percentage because God cares more about that than the actual amount. As you mentioned, God isn't, he doesn't need our money anyway. Yeah. He really wants our heart. And I think that by putting in or by, by purposing in our hearts to give a tithe, it shows and it proves to him that money doesn't rule over us, for one. And also it proves that uh, we are faithful with the little that he's given us. And then he can put us in charge of more. And so those two principles are the, are, are the, the tithing principles in my mind um, that drive why we should, why we should tithe and, and the, the, the heart uh, behind the tithing and how God thinks about the tithe. Yeah, and if you go back to the poor widow
1: from Mark that you were, you were kind of talking about, You know, that was all she had. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the story doesn't clearly say it, but we know it to be true is God still took care of her. Mm -hmm. You know, it was all she had, uh, but God still took care of her. And and when when I look at that, the thing I take away from it is, you know, the question that is is difficult to answer. Um, I think each person is is unique in their scenario, but, you know, what if I I can't tithe? Or Mm -hmm. what what should I do Mm -hmm. there? You know, I think she was in that scenario. Mm -hmm. And so as an example, the Bible gives us she was in a a tough spot where she you know what we would say couldn't tithe Mm -hmm. uh, but yet she did yeah and so you know something that pleases god that i mean jesus was pleased by this Mm -hmm. he was so pleased he went and told his disciples about that. so uh you know that's that's i think a great example of and that's something i would rely on if i was in a situation you know i i I would read into
0: that i should still give Mm -hmm. you know and it also shows that jesus sees everything I mean, he, he does know our hearts, but he also sees our actions. And he was able to see, and I know he was directly there in this scenario. But the Bible, time and time again, says that he sees what we do uh, in secret and in private, I mean, mm-hmm. in, in public. So uh, that is a good example of that. So I don't think the tithing is mandatory, but I do think it's a good principle that we should live by. And if we look at why God wants us to tithe, I think that that will help us in our heart check when we do choose to tithe or yeah. if you choose not to tithe.
1: And, you know, back to kind of the mandatory comment, you know, there's a, a great verse and it's Matthew twenty three twenty three, where Jesus himself is saying, woe to you, teachers of the law and Pharisees, you hypocrites, exclamation point. Mm-hmm. So he's obviously riled up by this. You give a tenth of your spices, your mint, your dill and cumin, but yet you have neglected the more important matters of the law, justice, mercy and faithfulness. You should have practiced the latter without neglecting the mm-hmm. former. So... To me, I, I read that, and, and that's once again, he wants us to do all those things. Mm-hmm. He wants us to, to 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 tithe. He also wants us, you know, to have justice and mercy, mercy and faithfulness. Right. And that gets back to, they were following it as the letter of the law. They weren't understanding the intent. Mm-hmm. So when we say, should I mandatorily give? No, no, you shouldn't. <laughs> you
0: should do it for all the right reasons and for the reasons that Jesus and, and God. Uh, really tell us in the Bible. Absolutely. And I think about tithing sometimes the same way as I think about prayer. It's something we should do. There is a consequence we don't do. If we don't pray, we're far away from God. But there are benefits to praying as well. It's not, if we don't pray, it's not like we're sinning. But it's something that God wants us to do. It's something that God, that Jesus modeled for us. And same thing I think with tithing. It's yeah. something that we should do. It's something that we're supposed to do. It's something God wants us to do. But it's not a sin if we don't do it. If we don't do it, we're only robbing ourselves. We're only proving to God that we're not faithful with the little He's given us. Absolutely. So, what are some drawbacks or some benefits of tithing? Would you would you say?
1: Well, you know the benefits. Um, you know, I, I start with, you know, in addition, of course, to the obvious, which is I think growing God's kingdom in, in various ways. You know, whether that's we're we're giving it directly to the church or whatever organization we want Um, you know we we kind of have talked about the church really being the focus of our tithing Mm -hmm. Um, you know of course that can be used to grow god's kingdom great thing and that that that's that's great too but you know i do believe tithing and really all giving whether that's the offering above and beyond the tithe you know it's just like you said it's created for our benefit you know this is something that god is you know i think he's teaching us how to prosper you know it goes back to the verses you you referenced where You know if we can't be trusted with a little can't be trusted with a lot and Mm -hmm. that's not just financially Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. that's i think financially of course but in other ways too and so i think god is very clearly telling us how to prosper in our life and you know how to be unselfish still uh, the thing that rings most true to me is just our society in america today is a very selfish society yes Uh, you know and i fall into that trap we all fall into that trap from time to time and I think the principles that, that we've talked about already and the principles we'll talk about kind of in, in you know, other topics here uh, will show that you know, uh, ways that we can,
0: can learn um, what God's will is for us and how to be a little less mm-hmm. selfish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know, I think uh, I, another, this is actually a direct quote from Billy Graham that I wanted to share on this point of the drawbacks and the benefits. He says, we have found in our home, um, as have thousands of others, that God's blessing upon our nine-tenths uh, when we write, when we tithe, helps us to go farther than ten ten-tenths without his blessing. Yeah. So there really is, and it's hard to, it's a principle that when God, when we, when we tithe, God will bless us. And, and uh, Billy Graham can attest to that. And I think a lot of believers can, can do that too. And we can uh, share examples of different ways in which God has blessed us because of our faithfulness making you know is just basically proving the point about that if you're if you're faithful with a few things he'll he'll put you in charge of many things is just an example of of that acting itself out here in this life which i think also he's talking about the afterlife as well but um but anyway that that's a principle that i think we could take to the bank
1: yeah and 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 the way you the way billy graham described it there which is, you know he's able to get more out of the nine tenths than the ten tenths mm-hmm. you know it goes back to what you said earlier which is we are stewards for god's you know, right. th- this is not our money. Mm-hmm. We are we are supposed to. We are called to be good stewards of what God has blessed us with. And so, when we say, um, you know, we we can't possibly spare a tenth, what that tells me, or what I feel like, is that uh, we are not organized enough to be able to eke out that ten percent. Yeah. And so, what does that tell us about how we're using the other ninety percent? Like like you mm-hmm. said, mm-hmm. it tells me that we're we're sloppy in the f- you know whether our finances or, or we're you know, maybe we're buying too much stuff or we're not doing really what, what we should be with our money. And so, yeah, I, I would I would definitely agree with what Billy Graham said there. <laughs> Certainly. And well, the, the last thing I, I just sure. wanted to add there too, um, you know, it's a very familiar verse, but it, it's, it's one that I think uh, really we face as Americans is Matthew six twenty one: For where your treasure is, there your heart will also, or there your heart will be also. Amen. You know, you can't, you, you can't, you know,
0: we can't love money more than God. Amen. That's a good way. That's a good, good, good way to end this first segment. When we come back, uh, we'll discuss if there is ever uh, a reason not to tithe. We'll question whether there are any biblical repercussions for not tithing. And if tithing is a biblical mandate, what that says about our God. So stay with us. If you'd like to let us know your thoughts about this episode, feel free to drop us an email at writecmv at hotmail.com to leave us a comment. That's W-R-I-T-E-C-M-V at Hotmail.com. We'd love to hear from you.
1: Want to watch episodes of Christian music videos online? Visit the CMV mobile YouTube channel and catch full episodes featuring independent Christian artists. Every month, one new episode from the television series is added to the channel. Now, you can watch CMV anytime on your mobile device, computer, and even your television using a web-enabled device like the Apple TV. Just go to ktfproductions.com and find the CMV Mobile link on the Christian Music video page. You can also subscribe to the channel if you want to be updated when a new episode is added. CMV Mobile, watch anytime, anywhere.
0: Allow yourself to be challenged and encouraged toward a deeper relationship with Christ through Lord of My Life Bible devotions. For the print version, you can read online or subscribe and have them emailed to you as they are posted. And for the audio version, you can listen online or subscribe to the audio podcast and receive episodes as they are released. The Lord of My Life Bible Devotions. Find them at ktfproductions.com. Today, Justin and I are talking about tithing. Is the practice of tithing mandatory? We've discussed what monetary percentage is generally considered in a tithe, how much Americans tithe on average, and our thoughts, uh, our personal thoughts on tithing. In this segment, we'll begin to dis- discussing whether there are any reasons not to tithe. So Justin, what do you think? Are there any reasons not to tithe? So this was a tough question to answer, <laughs> and I say that because Specifically,
1: I, I can't answer for everybody. Right, right. My, my, uh, my answer to this is, you know, it's between you and God as far as whether or not you should tithe. I think we are called to tithe. I think we should do it. Are there certain circumstances where God is okay? That's between I think you and God, and and that's something that you'll have to prayerfully consider. Um, you know, the thing that I also would reflect on is make sure deep down in your own heart that it's not. Uh, out of worry that you won't be provided for. It's, you know, lack of faith. Mm -hmm. Uh, I I think we really need to to seek God in in that particular case. Going back to kind of the verse that you brought up in in the first segment, which was, you know, the the, the poor widow, the widow's offering. You know, I'll I'll go back to that, you know, she had had every reason not to tithe or not Mm -hmm. to give, Mm -hmm. and yet she gave, and Jesus very clearly called that out. So, you know, when I see instances like that in the Bible, where Jesus is calling it out, that to me is is a, a huge alarm bell that Jesus is, is telling us, you know, this is an example you should follow. Um, back to your point, though, is it a sin if we didn't fo- I, I wouldn't say that it's sinful not to do that, but it's obviously, I think, for our own benefit, and there's some some great things that can mm-hmm. come from that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and I also look at, you know, I've seen cases in, in my own life where uh, I know people at church ha- have come on hard times, they've lost jobs, and yet I still see them give. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's, it. once again, you should not give for the purpose of others seeing, Right. but at the same time knowing that your faith, no matter what it might be in, in suffering or, or financial or whatever it might be, others are watching, and I think that can be a huge encouragement to others um, in that regard. Um, and then, you know, the kind of the final thing I'll, I'll say uh, on this is you know, going back to, to really your budgeting and how you're stewarding uh, you know, the, the blessings that God have, has bestowed on us. You know? If you can't eke out the 10%, <laughs> I'm questioning how you're using the other 90%. Right. You know? And, and um, no matter how much you make, you know, a lot of times that's the other thing I, I hear people say is, well, if I make a lot of money, 10% is a lot of money. It's like well yeah but then 90% of that is also <laughs> a lot of money so you know whether you make a you know a, you know little
0: a lot mm-hmm. if you're
1: super wealthy if you're not as well it, it 10% is 10% right. percentages
0: yeah you know and I, I think about this episode and I and I wonder what people might be thinking as they watch because it's really a tough topic for people because money is important to people of course it, it should be um, but it could be as if, you know, now you're meddling into my, to my affairs. I should be able to do whatever I want to do with whatever I want to do with. Let me share this uh, quote from the Billy Graham.org again. One, yeah. more, one more quote. It says, the matter of your giving is between you and God, and he always takes into account our circumstances. He knows when they are beyond our power um, to direct or control. The important thing is that we see giving as a privilege and not a burden. Um, it should not be out of a sense of duty but rather out of our love for the lord and desire to see his kingdom advance do you agree with that yeah, yeah i do too?
1: yeah and i think that you know I, I think some of what i said there yep um, just
0: about you know i think
1: it's between you and god you know it, exactly your circumstance that you're facing and you know the other things that god is doing in your life it's between you and god but you know the bible gives us a lot of great examples where I don't think you can ever give mm-hmm. and have that be the wrong, wrong thing, <laughs> right? I think giving is always the right thing. It's just it, if we don't give, is it mm-hmm.
0: the wrong or right thing? I, I agree with most of what that quote says. I, I know it comes down to our heart, but, he said, but in the quote, it does say that we shouldn't give out of a sense of duty. And I don't know, I actually kind of give out of a sense of duty as well. And I know that that's not my, my primary reason to give. But I do think that there are some things that, that Christians should do because it's the right thing to do. God calls us to do it because God says to do it even though sometimes you're not really into it you're not your heart your mind's not into it we should give out of a cheerful heart but I think that oftentimes uh some of the things that we do could get into the rote you know this is what we do this is what I do every Sunday I give this much every Sunday and I think that um, um hopefully some part of our heart is in it, even if it's not in the actual act of it, it could be in the writing of it or thinking of it, or just knowing in your heart that I'm doing and obeying what God is telling me to do. So I do think that there is an element of duty in there. Um, but I don't think that should be our primary drive. Yeah. I'm, I'm definitely with you on that. Um, let me share with you 10 reasons that, uh, churchleaders.com had found as to why people don't tithe. Um, and we can talk about these. Okay, so the first reason that, uh, that they say that people don't tithe is that they say, it's all, my, uh, it's all mine anyway, why should I give? So some people might be thinking, well, this is my money. And I think we've talked about this before, is that really, if you're a believer and you believe uh, what the Bible says, the Bible teaches us that everything that we have has been given to us by God. So technically, it's not really your yeah. money, it is God's money. So that's one of the pitfalls I think that people can find themselves in and saying, well, it's my money. And I think that uh, that could probably harken back to when we were kids and saying, this is my toy. And mm-hmm. we are all so possessive about some certain things. And I know money's important, mm-hmm. but it's not really ours. Another one is um, I give elsewhere. And uh, the, the, I, the example that they talked about is, is giving to your child's um, school, uh, Christian school tuition. So if you give to your child's Christian school tuition you can kind of fudge and say you know that's that's my tithe so I think that that could be uh, uh, a reason why some people think that they shouldn't tithe or they don't tithe mm-hmm. another one is that tithing is not in the new in the new testament yeah and I, as I've read and we've done some research on this I mean that is a big thing that keeps popping up all the time is that it's not in the new testament so you shouldn't tithe because it's not new testament but um, it is a principle and really when you start to look at the old testament and the new testament you really need to understand the heart of God. And why did he ask him the tithe? It's his heart. It's his character, which doesn't change over time. So you really have to work out in your mind why is what was said in the Old Testament not, you don't practice it in the New Testament. You have to really work that out because it has to be more than, oh, it's just not written there Mm -hmm. because the heart of God is displayed in the Old Testament.
1: And even, you know, for that one, just to, just to add on, I guess I would, you know, if, if we're not going to reach the tithe, the 10%, because of that reason, I guess I would question, well, the New Testament, where does it say that it would be less than 10%? Why wouldn't we give more than 10%? <laughs> so, you know, that what's good for the goose is good. for Right, the right. It, and, it goes both so, ways, uh, right?
0: Yeah. Okay. So another one is um, God will provide through other people. So another reason people might not tithe is because they think uh, other people will pick up the slack. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, is that again, that should not be, your, your motivation shouldn't be because of the, any slack is because of your obedience to the lord so if you're thinking about whether other people are picking up the slack or not even if no one ties or if everyone ties uh, you should tithe too because mm-hmm. it comes from the heart it's from the heart and that's what every episode i think we'll ever do there's going to be an element of it comes down to the heart yeah another one is uh my gifts don't really matter uh, and this, this is, comes from the idea that uh, uh, because someone can't give much that their little doesn't really matter. And we've already talked about the widow yeah. who only had a, few, uh, a couple of mites, which mm-hmm. amounts to a couple of cents. And Jesus thought that that was an amazing yeah. amount of worship. So that argument really doesn't fly yeah. for those who are real believers. Um, and another one is I don't trust the preachers. And I can understand that concept, but it comes down to a stewardship again it's like we are only only thing that we should consider once we put that tithe, that money in the plate is the stewardship of the church as, as a whole not necessarily our own tithe it's like well are we doing something wrong with the money is it something that's not biblical is are they doing something that is uh selfish or or, or, or doesn't align with with our god that's when the red flag should should go up yeah. but not before and not because not because you don't trust the preacher but and if you don't trust the preacher my question to you is why are you going to that church? Absolutely. That's <laughs> what I was just getting ready to say is tithing is just one part
1: of your problem there. Right, in that right, right, right. Scenario.
0: Yep, yep. So go to a church where you do trust the preacher yeah. and that you do believe in what's going on yeah. in, the, in the church. Another another uh, one was, I only give to projects I like, which again is a wrong heart, a wrong focus. And We've already talked about that. Mm-hmm. Another one is, I have no control over my finances because my husband or my wife does all the, all the work. And the thing is, is that your heart needs to be involved in it. And my my answer to that would be: Well, then now be involved. You know, at yeah. least even if they take care of all the other finances, be involved in that one aspect because that is worship. Remember, it's worship. It's not just writing a check and that's my duty. Uh, another one is, I will tithe when I can afford it, and this is this one I I, ha- I find issue with because um, a lot of people say, Oh, if I had the money, I will do this, or if I had this kind of money, I would help that person. And often more often than not, if you did, would you really, yeah. or, you know, cause once that money comes in, now you find a dozen other things that that money should go to. And, and so that, that argument is, is really weak. And we talked about the percentages yeah. earlier on too. Yeah. Uh, and I think the last one here is I'm afraid to, and I actually, out of all the arguments here, that's the one I. I can understand most. It's basically I'm afraid to tithe because it's going to hurt my family. Yeah. It's going to it's going I don't know what it's going to do to my my kids and how they're going to eat if I tithe 10%, that's going to take food out of their mouths. And what I would say to that is remember to give with a cheerful heart, not begrudgingly. If you do, then don't tithe. If you yeah. got a problem with that, if if if, if it's going to hurt you and you're afraid and you don't know or whatever and I mean pray about it and let God speak to you, but God doesn't need our money. So yeah. it's not, it comes down to the heart. It's not really the money, and as you mentioned before, uh, maybe stewardship has a has an issue here as to how you ha- run your finances and whatnot. But um, that last one's a key one, you know, because I,
1: I think that is probably the most common common one. All, all the ones you mentioned, I've, I've heard, and you know, I'd agree <laughs> with. But that one in particular, mm-hmm. where there's a, a fear, and it, it ultimately entails a lack of faith, mm-hmm. you know, and so. Um, you know, if we look at uh, Matthew six twenty six, I go back to God providing for us and, and we have to have the faith in him that he will. It says, look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns and yet our heavenly father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Can any one of you by worrying add a single hour to your life? You know, so that's a, that's a reassuring uh, a verse, you know, that, that, that Jesus spoke that, that really tells us God will take care of mm-hmm. us. And I know that can be tough. And I know I was in that position at one point mm-hmm. too, wanting to control my own destiny, wanting to control my finances. And so you just have to, to, to really take that leap of faith yeah.
0: and uh, trust God. So there's a trust. Yeah, that's good to, to realize. Um, I and mean, I don't think I had actually planned to even talk about the trust factor in the whole thing, but that's, I'm glad you brought that up mm-hmm. because trusting in God is a huge element to why we do pretty much anything that we do as believers. And uh, if God has your back you know what are we what are we afraid of yeah. now? and i know it's easier to say yeah. but the thing is that faith is believing in something that you can't see it's the practice of doing something that you did you that you can't actually see so and and being obedient in the tithe with the right heart uh will help us in that whole area of trust yeah and i think that people should i mean even the bible talks about trust him in this trust him in the tithe and so maybe that's an element for those who are, who don't tithe might want to consider. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, 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 fall short of, of, of basically saying, well, oh, go ahead and do it and put your, your family in harm's way. Yeah. But it is something between you and God it is the heart. And you, uh, I think believers, um, really need to put their trust in the Lord and that can come in the form of the tithe. And that may be what God's calling them to do anyway, to test mm-hmm. their trust. So Absolutely. Ex- uh, well, excellent point there. Okay, are there biblical biblical repercussions for not tithing? Would you say?
1: Well, you know, first of all, I want to definitely say ultimately this is not a salvation issue, right? right it's right, not right. something that we have to worry um, whether you know we've accepted Jesus Christ and whether we're saved if we don't tithe, and, right? And so clearly not a salvation issue. So so don't worry about that. Got it. You know, the other side of this is you you brought up early is you know I I contemplated as as I was preparing for this. Is it a sin? And you know, I land where you land in the sense that I don't think it's sinful if we don't tithe, but it's very clearly something God is calling us to do. Amen. Now, if I simplify kind of what I would consider sin, which you know, if I think of sin as you know anything that's moving or taking me away from God, and and uh, you know anything that's not sin is moving me closer to God this would kind of fall in that compartment as far as it's taking me away from God and mm-hmm. what God has, has for me in my life. So, you know, I really, um, you know, want to challenge people in, in that regard, uh, that, that, you know, God is calling us to do this. And I think we've, we've shown that through through the various verses we've covered. Um, you know, we go back to, and, and I think you were kind of, uh, bringing it up with, uh, uh, bring the tithe into the the whole tithe into mm-hmm, the storehouse mm-hmm. you know that's a that's a verse out of malachi it's three ten, 10 um, where he says bring the whole tithe into the storehouse that there may be food in my house test me in this mm-hmm. says the lord almighty and see if i will not throw open the floodgates of heaven and pour out so much blessing that there will not be room enough to store it you know and so we've talked about this already you know i'm not i'm not for prosperity preaching right, but right. you know i think god will trust us with more um you know if, if we tithe so Uh, ultimately it comes down to your heart. Mm -hmm. We keep bringing that up over (laughs) and over and you have to look at your heart. And most times, you know, when I'm uh, considering giving for any, any reason, you know, if, if I'm struggling, wanting to give, I I go back to my heart Mm -hmm. and obviously praying to God. Is it something that I'm withholding because of a, a selfish need or is there an actual reason where God is telling maybe not to not to give? Maybe there's concern as to how that money's being used, Certainly. but, um, you know, it, we keep going back to the percentages too. You know, we have to be good stewards of God's money. So if the 10% is challenging that that could just mean there's bigger problems underlying and how you're managing, you know, the,
0: the, the blessings that God gives mm-hmm. you in, in all aspects of your life. Well, I, I saw in uh second Corinthians, uh, chapter nine, verse six through eight, when we're talking about are the repercussions There is a lot in that. Yeah. It's basically hearkening back to the idea that God will take care of us. He will make sure that you have everything that you need. And if we just trust him. And it also says that if you, <laughs> it, it comes back to the, to the, to the idea of, of uh, how, how we are obedient to him. If you spare sowingly, then you're going to reap. Uh, I mean, if you, if you spare spa- sow sparingly, then you will reap sparingly. Mm-hmm. And so the idea is, is that really you have to understand and take what is being said in the scripture really at face value you have god gives us these mandates and he he wants us to do these certain things it doesn't say that this is sin if you don't do it but it does say that if you that you will be you will reap sparingly to me that is a repercussion it's like well if i sow sparingly then you will reap sparingly that's not necessarily something i want to hear but if you sow generously you'll reap generously but then also the idea about the uh not under compulsion you should not give reluctantly or under compulsion for god loves a cheerful giver which i think as far as tithing is concerned, that is very, very important. Because we, as we talked about it, it all comes down to the heart. And you don't want to be giving begrudgingly. If you're doing that, then it is pure duty. Now I think in my mind, like I said, duty is, plays a role. But I think it all comes down to uh, the heart, which, yeah. which is the cheerful giving.
1: And I, and I love that verse, especially the part about reaping, you know. Because the very word giving, you know, entails it feels like we're just giving something away and we're not getting anything ah, back point, yes so this idea that that our giving is is solely an action for god that 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 we don't see any benefit from it's again don't want to give just for the benefit right there are great benefits mm-hmm. in it, it that verse talks about absolutely that, you know that, that we can we can benefit greatly from from giving and, and god will do wonderful things in us as mm-hmm. we do that and i can mm-hmm. i can definitely uh, attest to that in my own life. You know, I I've can seen too. some wonderful things that and, and grown in ways that I would not have had I not uh,
0: opened my heart to, to different different things that I was giving for. And I, and I think that this episode, uh, for people like you and I talking about it, I think hopefully it has an impact on the audience because unlike pastors who preach it from the pulpit, we, have, we gain nothing from yes. this. We, we are not getting any money, whether you tithe or not. But I think that uh, it is our heart and our desire that people who listen and watch this show um, have a heart for God, who want to be hardcore believers. And one element is in our finances, because God talks about finances a lot. Jesus talks about it a lot in the Bible, and it is something that is near and dear to every person's heart, whether you live in America or you live in, in a third world country. And it's something that we can control. We have control over it. And so it's one of those things where we don't want to be lovers of money. And uh, God may we were talking about it in a a previous episode, how he may test us and what we do and money can be one of those vices and hopefully it doesn't become Mm -hmm. a vice to believers. So, absolutely. So if tithing is a biblical mandate and I use mandate as in, uh, okay, it's a biblical uh, suggestion or or desire of the Lord. Yes. What does that say about our God?
1: You know, this, this was a a little bit tough to answer. You know, everybody has unique, circumstances and and scenarios. And I think God wants us to get different things out of the giving that we, we do and, and the tithing that we do. So really, uh, from a high level, I take out of this, God loves us and wants what's best for us. And he has a great way to show us uh, something that, that I don't think we could really get otherwise. Hmm. You know, uh, and I say that because we are, uh, whether we love money as Americans yes. people are tied to money this <laughs> mm-hmm. is a huge like you said it's a huge vice mm-hmm. it's a huge vice in the christian church mm-hmm. so uh that is a very hard thing to just overcome on your own and 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 so god has i think probably one of the great ways to help us get past that and see past the, the need for money is, is by showing us how to give it away mm-hmm. and what you know how we see god work in that is is amazing awesome. you know and so uh, to me, it's, it's really about uh, just knowing that God loves us and wants what's best for us. And this is what he's commanding us to mm-hmm. do to get there. It's good. That's good. The other thing I, I kind of put is uh, God will provide for us. You know, and I, I've not been in the situation where if I hand over that, that tithe that, you know, I'm putting, putting my family, you know, in danger as far as, you know, maybe putting food on the table that week. I've not been in that situation. So it's, it's, I know it's easier said than done. But once again, pray to God understand god's you know will for you in that scenario and you know the bible shows you know anything you do give is uh you know it pleases god it's a form Mm -hmm. of worship to god
0: absolutely absolutely well i'm reminded as we've mentioned already in this in this episode that god does not need our money and i think that believers and unbelievers who hear about tithing need to remember that god doesn't ask us to tithe because he wants our money it always comes down to our heart and uh, I'm reminded about the verse of scripture that you had mentioned. And I'll mention it again from Matthew 6:19 through 21, which says, Do not store for yourselves treasures on earth where moths and rust destroy uh, and where thieves break in and steal. But store for yourselves treasure in heaven where moth and rust do not destroy and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. And God really does want us to not have money be a vice in our life because it can be a stronghold to some. And he gives us opportunities to prove ourselves through trustworthiness. And I think that's Mm -hmm. one of the things I take away from it, that he gives us the opportunity. And you kind of said the same thing, that by giving, we're able to show that we're trustworthy in a few things. And if we have trustworthiness and if we're faithful in what God has given us, then he is pleased with that. And what we want to do as believers is we always want to find out what pleases God and do that we always want to find out what displeases god and avoid that yes, yes. and uh where it says you know for the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil some people eager for money have wandered away from the faith and pierced themselves with many griefs and that's from first timothy six ten. but then in hebrews thirteen five it says keep yourselves free from the love of money and be content with what you have because god has said never will i leave you never will i forsake you and this is just another example of trusting in God, or Matthew 20, uh, my, my favorite, one of my favorite verses is, is, is Matthew 6 which he says, which he's basically saying, you know, uh, seek first your, uh, my kingdom and, uh, seek first the kingdom and righteousness and all these things we added to you as well. Mm-hmm. And that just helps to remind me that really <laughs> whatever happened to you in life, God is never far away. He's always there with you. He is faithful to do what he says. And if he, uh, I think you might've mentioned this episode of he clothed, the valleys of the field if he, in, in mm-hmm. if they're more splendorous than what solomon wore he will take care of us he cares more about us than he does uh, several sparrows there's a lot of yeah. things that is talked yeah. about in the in the bible he knows every hair on our head all these different things prove to us his love for us and when we start to con- to, to put our faith in money when we start to you know then we're, we're just proving that we ha- don't have any faith in god and so it's i know it's a real heavy topic as i would say especially for americans but we really need to take this seriously. Prove this, 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 uh, uh, this principle to be true. And uh, I really want God to trust me with a lot of things. So if I'm faithful with a few things, then he might, he might very well do that. Yeah. So God wants our dependence on and trust on him. And I believe that tithing is one way to honor him with what he has given us. And uh, by keeping us away also from the love of money, by giving to the Lord, it also helps us to not grab hold of it and, 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 uh, love it so much. Uh, if we're able to give it away, uh, there's, there's a couple of benefits there with both those benefits. So. Mm-hmm. All right. So what are we to take away? How, uh, what are the takeaways, um, that will help those who are watching and listening and even ourselves to become more hardcore in our faith?
1: Well, you know, we, we absolutely need to do, you know, all the things that, that we've talked about and especially the Bible tells us to, so that we have a heart, um, for what God wants, right? We, we, we have to have a heart that's not tied to materialistic things, that, that's not tied to money. You know, if we're putting uh, money ahead of God uh, or anything else ahead of God, you know, that's obviously not, not, not what we should be doing. You know, we have to have and find contentment in God alone. Amen. And so oftentimes I, I, I really feel we, we struggle with the giving and the tithing uh, because of, of that exact reason, we 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 want contentment and other things, and money is one way to get those other things. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so ultimately, our our number one goal should be to desire anything that's earthly, whether that's money, materialistic things. We should desire that less and less, and we should desire God more and more, mm-hmm. right? And and so that's that's one key takeaway. You know, the other thing that you know I would always say is is this is a a, a key topic, um, like many things it's between you and God to, to really pray to God and understand his will for you and and what he wants you to do. You know, as we said, I, it's not a salvation issue. It's not, um, you know, in my mind sinful, um, but it's something that you should be very clear that, that God is pushing and or leading you to Mm -hmm. do, uh, in a certain way. So, so make sure you kind of take heed of that. Um, you know, the other side of it too is worship. You know, this, not only is a form of worship which, you know, uh, God wants us to worship him, but at the same time, you know, it's something that that we take we should take a joy in. Mm-hmm. You know, we should we should take joy in, in being able to treat this as a privilege and, and not just, you know, a burden. That Absolutely. that we're giving something away and that, that God isn't blessing us with something in return. Um, so, so give thanks in, in all that
0: God gives us, even though the little that we give back the way. I'll certainly echo everything that you said. I think that that's a great, th- those are great takeaways. Do you have any more? As that, that,
1: you know, the, the, the last thing I would just say is if, if there's anybody who, who's watching this and is just really struggling, you know, just start with giving something, you know, start somewhere and and do all the other things that, that we've talked about. Pray, mm-hmm. trust in the Lord. Just start with something and, and I, I'm sure, I'm sure God will, will
0: make it very clear to you that he is pleased by, by even that little bit. Mm-hmm. As I was listening to you talk, I was reminded about that. I've watched Forrest Gump, where Forrest Gump, I don't know if you guys have seen the, 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 the movie, but he gets, and later in his life, they get the shrimping business, and he doesn't have to worry about money for the rest of his life. And what does he say? He says, oh, great, one less thing. <laughs> and I wish we as, as Americans can think about that and say, well, money is just one thing. It's just one, that'd be one less thing to worry about. But there's plenty of other th- things in life It's not all about money. And yeah. some people in, in, our, in America just chase money. And hopefully, by watching this episode, by listening, by praying, by, by looking at the Bible and what it says, we'll understand that money isn't everything. God is everything. And if we get our heart in the right place, then our finances will be as well. Mm-hmm. Well, I want to thank you for spending time with us to explore the question, is tithing mandatory? I hope you enjoyed the show. And be sure to join us next time as we explore another challenging topic from a Christian worldview. But until then, I encourage you to make every effort to keep your walk hardcore. See you soon. If you'd like to let us know your thoughts about this episode, feel free to drop us an email at writecmv at hotmail.com to leave us a comment. That's W-R-I-T-E-C-M-V at hotmail.com. We'd love to hear from you.